Evening, guys. Um, welcome to this week's Chasing Pars. Um, bit different this week. Um, you got myself, Jamie, um, as the host. Um, unfortunately, Craig. Obviously, if you've listened to the last episode, um, it's taken a, a month off. Um, so I've got a guest on with me um, for the rest of the month. Um, this week, um, I'm joined by Ty. Hey, mate. You're right. Hey, Jamie. I'm doing great. Thanks for having Lovely. me. Um, no, no. Thanks yeah. for coming on and say it's great. Great. I just I said didn't want to uh, <laughs> talk to myself. I say it's great to have someone that's uh, willing to fill the position. Yeah, no, and listen, I've been a big fan of, of the podcast of you and Craig for a long time, so uh, certainly looking forward to Craig getting back, but I was really excited about the opportunity to sit in with you this week and uh, and chat some golf uh, in, in a transatlantic version of the podcast. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, we've had, uh, had two or three guests come on out from over the water, as you say. Um, it, yeah, just brings another another avenue into the, into the, obviously the tournaments. Obviously, you guys obviously got the PGA over there. We've got Europe over here. Um, and yeah, you ju- just bring an, another insight into it, which is it's always great. It is. Um, so yeah, um, you want to just talk about a bit about yourself just before we, we delve into this week and where we can find you and so on. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, so I am, I also host a podcast as well mm-hmm. that does some golf tipping and handicapping and our podcast is called right click print money. Uh, we also focus primarily on the PGA Tour, but a little bit of European Tour as well. And then every yeah. once in a while, we'll work in some LPGA uh, tips and picks as well. Nice. So you can, uh, yeah, you can find that podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We're primarily on, uh, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. And then I'm also on Twitter, at uh, SportsGuyTy. Try and get out there and post all my picks every week and have some yeah. fun kind of engaging with the listeners. Um, so, yeah, we're having a bunch of fun with it. Nice. Um, how have you how have you sort of done this this year? Obviously, I know you're you're relatively like ourselves, um, quite new to the game, really. Um, obviously, yeah. the podcast game. Sorry. Um, how have you been doing? Yeah, we've been doing pretty well. Um, you know, personally, I had a big win a couple of weeks ago at the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit. I was on Cam Davis, 150 to oh, one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the biggest win so far. It brings my total um, yearly plus minus to uh, to plus 250 uh, units after the British Open yeah. this week. Yeah. And yeah, I went on a bit of a run there where I nailed uh, four outright winners in five weeks kind of around the Rocket Mortgage Classic and the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open, Palmetto Championship, et cetera. So we had fun with uh, with all those. And then um, I do have two co-hosts on my podcast as well. And so between the three of us, we actually hit an outright winner or a first round leader for 12 consecutive weeks uh, before that streak was stopped at the John Deere Classic. Oh, so we, yeah. we sure are having a bunch of fun with it. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's great. It's like, there's, there's so, obviously, there's a load of golf guys on Twitter, and yeah, it seems to be a great time at the minute, people having having good runs and so on, and yeah. great to see, it is. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I think the PGA Tour did a great job, uh, number one, with their return to play following the pandemic, yeah. and yeah. really... Yeah, it really set up for a lot of this kind of organic interest that we're seeing that you mentioned kind of develop on golf Twitter because it was really one of the first sports back and people were so hungry around the world for just something, anything to be able to watch and cheer for and kind of lose themselves from what was going on with the coronavirus pandemic. And so I think mm. golf really capitalized and and brought in a bunch more new fans. And then certainly the way the PGA Tour has embraced sports betting in, in recent weeks and months, I think it's just opened up uh, really what you mentioned know golf twitter and kind of that community mm. that is organically developed yeah definitely 100 um, percent um 
just obviously going off what you said just about the open um did you get to did you watch much of it did you um what was your thoughts on it I did. I thought it was a great championship. Mm. Um, you know, the open championship is always one of my favorites. And uh, just just as a little joke here, I'm, I'm, I'm a new father. Um, our first son was born in November of last oh, year. Nice. Yeah. And my wife gets mad at me, but I always joke with our, our young son, who's almost eight months now. And I say, listen, uh, you're going to be a pro golfer. And <laughs> if you <laughs> And if you only win two championships in my honor during your career, I want you to win the U.S. Amateur and the Open Championship. Those are the ones I want. (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair, (laughs) fine. And she gets mad. uh, Yeah, I can only imagine how we'd go down at this end. Yeah, definitely. It's hard and simplified. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But uh, we had fun watching the tournament. We were actually in New York over the weekend for a little little family trip. And so spent some time kind of getting up early in the morning uh, over here on, on Eastern Standard Time and watching it uh but wow mate i mean colin morikawa and the way that he really turned it on from the weekend on and listen Mm. i was i was on louis in a few different places and was pulling for him for a number of different reasons but it was a beautiful display of ball striking from colin morikawa and really a great open champion yeah 100 percent. i say and we couldn't have picked much better weather to have it in could we it was a stunning week it was it was you know, yeah. I was actually kind of hoping we were going to see a little bit of the chaos typical of an open championship, you know, with the wind howling and the, and the rain, the mist and everything. But it was kind of neat, too, to see it from a from a different perspective and just that gorgeous sunshine all all mm. week. And uh, it was I'll tell you what, the course looked great and it was a lot of fun getting to hear about the setup from uh, from the head um, groundskeeper. His name is escaping me now, but the guy with the crazy hair on TV oh, yeah. all week was, uh, uh, yeah, was a lot that. of fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I did say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it definitely weren't the wind that was doing that either. I think it was a bit of <laughs> right. hairspray, hair definitely. <laughs> it was. Um, just quickly, obviously, to the Barbasol. Did you say much of it? I saw a little bit of the Barbasol. Yeah. I caught the end of the playoff, but that was about it. I mean, there's, there's some crazy uh, crazy playoffs at the minute in, oh in, the, in, the, in the PGA Tour. It seems like every week we get one of these long playoffs. And uh, and listen, I was really happy for Seamus Power to come oh, through yeah. and get that, yeah. that maiden victory on the PGA Tour. And you and I were talking prior to recording this show. You know, we've both been on uh, Seamus a few different mm. times in recent weeks. And unfortunately, I didn't wasn't on him this week, didn't have any tips for the Barbasol, but, but no. really happy for him. Yeah, he's been playing some really good stuff. Um, it was coming. It was. Um, I think he was... Was he twenty to one last week? So even if I was having a bet, I probably wouldn't have backed him. Right. Um, but as I say, um, as you said, I backed, I backed him a couple of times in the last month or so. Um, so yeah, really thrilled for him. Obviously, he's a bit of a journeyman on the on the tour. Obviously, and he's obviously got that. Obviously, got got that next win. Obviously, it's great for him. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, joining Sync this year is another uh, another old timer that's won it. So yeah, that's good. right. Yeah. <laughs> It's really going to open up a lot of doors for him, too, in terms yeah, of getting on the PGA Tour card now for a couple of years. So that's fun. That's good to see for a guy, uh, one of the good guys of the game, certainly. Yeah, definitely. Um, We'll move on to this week, then, so that's all right with you. Um, sure. So, yeah, we're, we'll start with um, in America, over at your way, um, in the, the 3M Open. Um, it's at TPC Twin Cities um, in, is it Minneapolis? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a bit about the course. I was looking into it. Um, Seven thousand four hundred yarder this week. Um, bent grass greens. 
um, some of the roughies, the fescue rough that we saw last week at the Open, actually, which was quite interesting. Um, designers Arnold Palmer um, and Steve Vensloff. Vensloff, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I've uh, <laughs> said that right. Um, <laughs> four par threes, 11 par fours and three par fives on the course. Um, that's just a little about it. Um, was Is there any... Any avenue that you took this week? Obviously, stats, if you look into the stats and so on. Yeah, so I'm looking at a few different stats as I'm kind of putting together my card and looking mm. at golfers to target. And it's got a lot to do with, with, with what you mentioned there. You know, the bent grass greens, they are yeah. large. There's a lot yeah. of undulation. They're going to be fast. Um, run run probably as fast as 12 on the stint meter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to need to find somebody with a hot putter this week. Yeah. Um, I, I really believe this is going to be another birdie fest, if yeah. anything. Uh, yeah. The first two... Has it been, yeah, 19 and 21, so yeah, it's, I mean, 21 under, sorry, in the last two years. Exactly, and yeah. so you're going to need guys that can go low, and so for me, that's that's really the first stat I'm looking at, is birdie average. Um, as you mentioned, yeah. previous two winners of this event, uh, Matthew Wolf and, and Michael Thompson, were 19 mm-hmm. and 21 under, and 11 under was good enough for, um, for tied for 42nd in 2019, oh, and, <laughs> and 11 crazy. under is a good score. Yeah, it's, it's, to yeah. Yeah, definitely. It would have got you a, a top five in the Open this week. If you know, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. A little better in 2020. You know, 11 under got you to T26. But uh, yeah. the point is, you know, you got to go low this week, right? There's going to mm-hmm. be birdies made in bunches. We're going to see some eagles on some of those par fives. So the guys that are really set up uh, to score low, I think, are ones to target. Um, I'm interested in strokes gained approach. You know, for yeah. me, this really is kind of an irons and puttings course. And mm-hmm. so to that uh, and, you know, greens and regulation are going to be important, too, because everybody yeah. is going to have opportunities to attack these flags. And so those that are that are hitting those greens and capitalizing and then, then putting themselves in position to make those putts, you know, putts per green and regulation, all strong consideration for me this week. Mm. 100%. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll echo all of that. Um, I say putting on sort of the last time we saw bent grass greens, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was a John Deere. Um, so I've looked looked into a little bit of that. Um, so the putting averages for that week, um, obviously the people in the field this week, um, how they did there. Um, I think the last time before that was at Bent Grass Greens. Um, let me just have a look. I think it was Charles Schwab before that. Um, that so obviously that I, does sound right. Yeah, look, looked into the both really. Um, I think it was the Memorial as well before that. Um, so that's that. Um, and also. I like to look at sort of um, where I think most of the scoring is going to be this week. Um, I just looked at um, par fours, birdie or better this week, um, sort of on the PGA Tour so far. Um, but as you said, greens and regulation approach, um, a little bit of off the tee as well. Um, so I've, I've, I've read it to a little bit of a, a positional golf course. Um, so maybe maybe a bit off the tee, um, but it's not vital. Because um, if you have a look... Um, I say Thompson last year was fourth for approach, tied third for greens in reg, um, tied eighth for par fours, birdie or better. Um, and Wolf the year before was second for approach, tied sixth for greens in regulation, and he was first for par fours, birdies or better. Um, so I say that's really, I've seen nailed them three stats for me. Um, Putin was okay. I say Thompson was tied 20th, 
Um, Wolf was sixth. Um, and the same with off the tee, obviously it was pretty average. Um, Tita Green was first and 17th. So definitely greens in rig approach and um, par fours birdie or better for me, definitely. Yep, I'm right there with you. It's, mm. it's pretty straightforward. You know, try and find the fairways if you can. Yeah. Um, they, you know, the rough isn't overly penal this no. week, as you mentioned. That bluegrass fescue mix probably only grown up to about three inches or so. So you know, you put it in the fairway or in the first cut, you're going to have a lot of looks. Uh, you know, stick those approaches to 15, 20 feet, make some putts, and it's it's a pretty straightforward approach to to going low uh, in in Minnesota this week. Yeah, 100. And obviously, coming off a coming off a birdie fest. Um, obviously, if you've listened to the pub before, and obviously listeners have, um, especially a birdie fest back in a birdie fest, um, I like to pick players that are, are quite hot on the, their approach and their irons the week before and follow that through this week, um, which uh, when I get to my picks later, obviously, you'll you'll see that in a couple of them, definitely. You will. Yeah, no um, doubt. What do you think about uh, the water on the course? 27 water hazards come yeah. into play on either 14 or 15 holes. So this is, 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 is it something you're worried about, something to contend with? Um, I, I did. That's why I kind of looked at, obviously, strokes gained off the tee. Yeah. Um, obviously, position is a, is a big thing. Um, as, long, as long as you're not backing Tony Fee now, then you'll be fine. Because <laughs> the, the, right. the guy loves a drink, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> he sure does. Yeah, he, sends, he's all, he always seems to find, doesn't he? But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good shout. Obviously, there's a lot, lot, of, a lot of water this week. Um, across them both this week, you know, I mean, across Celtic Manor and, uh, right. and TPC Twin Cities this week, there are a lot of water is about. So yeah, definitely one to consider. Um, you don't want to take someone that's uh, constantly losing strokes from the tee. Um, so obviously they'll be wayward and obviously more likely to, to be in the drink. So, but yeah, definitely one to consider. Yeah, good yep. point. Yeah, yep, I agree. And I mm. actually, at this event last year, I backed uh, Dustin Johnson as one of the favorites. And I just mm. can't get the image out of my mind. I, now I'm forgetting which hole it was on. But it's a, it's a par five that requires you to carry a sizable body of water if you're going to attack it in two. And it was almost one of those tin cup moments where, you know, he puts one in the drink and he kind of re-racks. He's like, give me another ball. And he either yeah. went right back in the drink or, you know, just barely cleared it. Wound up making, I want to say, oh, an eight God. on the hole. Yeah, and he ultimately, yeah. with drew you know cited injury and everything but it was it was just a meltdown in front of our yeah. eyes <laughs> yeah it's sickening isn't it it really right. is right um, <laughs> but yeah that, that's it. I, I love to say it because you know what i mean pros are just a human at the end of the day aren't they how much right. about you do, you do you play golf yourself i do not you, very well but yeah. i enjoy it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly the same as me yeah so i just i, I love seeing it to be honest like you know what i mean Justin Thompson, um, Justin Thompson, Justin Thomas's top three would be it. Um, was it last week um, in Scotland? It was great to see. You know what I mean? I just yes. love, to, I love, I love to see it. I do. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. They're human, just like us, and that one comes out every while, every once in a while. And I think back too to uh, to Sebastian Munoz two weeks ago when he mm, had just that yeah. terrible shank uh, at the John Deere in the final round yeah. meeting where he just puts it right. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's always yeah, interesting. It's great, yeah. Um, quite a in quite a decent field to be honest this week, and I'm quite surprised. Obviously, a week after the Open, um, a few guys coming back over the water, obviously to play straight away, and um, which is surprising. Um, we've got DJ the favourite at 13 to two. Um, we've got Louis coming off that close one last week, um, 14s. Um, Finau, Reed, uh, Sergio. Um, what are your thoughts? Obviously, surely, surely, obviously. 
um, jet lag. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll play a part here, obviously, especially those who made the weekend like Dustin and Louis um, and Tony that were doing okay at one stage. Yeah, I'm 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 really actually kind of uh, intrigued by by mm. the top end of this board, and I was expecting a lot less of the big names just yeah, from what yeah, you definitely. mentioned yeah. coming straight from the open. And I still think you know we've already started to see a few of the withdrawals roll in. Uh, Brian Harmon pulled out today. Um, okay. Seamus Power, of course, coming out of his recent win, pulled out. And so I I think we may still get one or two of those potentially even at the very top from a Dustin mm. or a Louis, but nothing that I've seen. It this point mm. um so first of all i think that's a shout for if there are guys at the top of the board that you like you may want to grab some tickets soon because yeah. those numbers yeah. are going to fall if, if one of the big names pulls out mm. um but it's a pretty strong field uh certainly at the top and then there's some really interesting names as we start to get into you know the 30s the 40s the 50s mm. guys we'll talk about like a hank Biota. you mentioned yeah. Stuart sink earlier who's playing uh keegan bradley so it's a it's an interesting mix um always an interesting tournament uh, following the mm. Open Championship and seeing who actually shows up. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, definitely. Um, I mean, just just cracking off, obviously, Dustin Johnson, obviously 13-2 to two favourite. Um, obviously, the headline guy in the field, obviously, the reason he's favourite, obviously, would I know you haven't backed him, but would you go near him at sort of six and a half to one? I tell you what, I am so scarred from backing him last year and mm. watching him put up an 80 before withdrawing that I can't go anywhere near him at that number at this tournament. <laughs> I mean, I mean, his, his his performance last week, obviously, it was decent. Obviously, he didn't really, he didn't really threaten. Um, obviously, he he started to, you know what I mean, and then obviously sure. had a couple of bogeys on the Saturday to bring him back. Um, that was a little good sign because obviously his game hasn't been hasn't been too good as it of late. No, it sure hasn't. It was good to see, as you mentioned, kind of how he, he played um, finishing up the Open and with that, that the top eight finish, um, his second top ten in four weeks, which does does suggest that he's starting to round back into form. But I tell you what, for, for a former world number one recently, mm. um, he just doesn't look like the same golfer that we're used to seeing and certainly not the same golfer that went on that just unbelievable streak at the end of last oh, season yeah. uh, into the playoffs. Mm. It just shows, though, you know, I mean, he, he can clearly catch fire at any time, can't he? He, really he can. sure can. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I may sit here and eat my words and he may be run <laughs> away with this this week because <laughs> he's that type of player. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, where did you sort of start your card this week? What sort of odds range did you go for? Yeah, so as mentioned, I, I'm intrigued by the top of the board. I like some of those names up there, but I went a bit further down to start, mm. and I'm on uh, Bob McIntyre at 33 to 1 Yeah, yeah, to begin my card. A uh, few reasons why I'm interested in him. First of all, I'm a little bit worried about the jet lag. Uh, I did mm. see, I think it was his in- Instagram story where he posted maybe at like 3.57 a.m., uh, I need to get some sleep, so obviously uh, oh, you know, oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> transatlantic flight, but you know, first and foremost it's a very important week for him right because he mm. actually has a chance this week with a high enough finish to earn special temporary membership on the pga oh, okay. tour okay nice so i can't i can't put my my fingers on the exact number that it's going to take to get him there but i know that uh, you know certainly a top 10 should top 20 should put him in that conversation mm. if not if not accomplish that and then he's got uh, obviously european rider cup hopes as well and a bit of a um you know, a chance that he's taking by by not playing um, in Wales this week and, and coming over to Minnesota. But I think it's really, you know, he's emphasizing the the desire for that 
that maiden win on the PGA tour and, and to secure that status going forward on yeah. the PGA. So I think he comes in really motivated from that sense. I don't know that this is necessarily the perfect setup for him. Um, you know, a birdie fest tends maybe not to be the best approach. Uh, no, it's a bit, a bit of a grinder, isn't he? He is. He, is. Um, he, do, he does love to churn it out. Obviously, a perfect example was the Open, you know what I mean? He made the cut, you know what I mean, with a birdie on the 18th on, a fr- on the Friday um, and still finished in the top 10 come the Sunday. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. He really is a grinder, he is. Yep, a tournament where he didn't have to go low and was still able to show yeah. at the top of that leaderboard. Mm, definitely. But, you know, he's on a good run of recent form, too. His mm. last eight tournaments that he played in the U.S. on the PGA Tour this year, he only has one missed cut, and that came at the Players' Championship. Um, and yeah. it's actually his only missed cut anywhere on the PGA or European Tour okay. in 2021. Got four top tens worldwide. So, yeah, he's playing some good golf. Um, he checks a couple of the stat boxes for me as well. He's sixth in greens and regulation. Uh, and these are European Tour stats, I should I should say. Um, mm. Seventh in strokes gained total. Seventh in strokes gain tee to green so i'm interested his putting worries me some but again as, as as you well know jamie um catching a hot putter is something that kind of comes and goes so if he runs into one this week i think uh i think he could could be in play yeah, nicely 100 i say he's he's very good at around the greens as well he is yes um so i say if he if his irons aren't the best you know what i mean he's he's got a great he's got a great around the greens game he has to to carry it that, that forward so I, yeah he, i mean he I had him last week at the Open. Um, I was chuffed a bit, obviously, to see him place, um, especially obviously seeing him struggle the first couple of rounds. Um, I, obviously, I, I will I will that on, yeah, to, to <laughs> being a European Tour guy. Um, yep. Obviously, play well over here, obviously, trying his merit over there. Um, yeah, fair, fingers crossed for him. Um, as I say, if, he, if he can earn that special membership, um, it'll widen his opportunities. Um, yeah, fair play, yeah. Yeah, and and, and uh, I, I saw him at 40 to one initially and uh, mm. I just, you know, kind of laughed as I was telling you this earlier. But uh, but I literally had him pulled up on my betting card at 40 to one and saw it change in front of me to 33. Oh. But still comfortable with that number. Uh, getting into the 20s may be maybe a bit rich for me, um, but certainly 33, I think, is, is worth mm. backing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Let, let, let me ask you a question real quick that uh, was something that you just brought up. So you mentioned that you were on uh, Bob McIntyre last week mm. at the Open and he cashed a place for you. Uh, finishing T8. Why do you think it is that American sports books have not fully embraced each way betting in golf? I mean, we've talked about this a couple of mm, times on our yeah. podcast, and it frustrates the heck out of us because there's really only one site that we have access to that'll even mm. offer each ways. And oh, then well, when we okay. get them, you know, it's only five, maybe six places. Even yeah. for the major, they'll extend yeah. to seven. But I'm looking at what you guys have across the pond, you know, for majors, sometimes eight, nine, ten places. I just, mm. I just wonder your thoughts yeah, look, on that. Yeah, so, look, Pat, Paddy Power this week, obviously Paddy Power last week, sorry, who I use every week for golf, um, they were off in 12 places. There was, I mean, it's, unbelievable. It's, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> they're, they're just getting higher and higher. They are like Skybet set the bar to start with like a couple of years ago, offering 11 places. Um, now Paddy went 12 places. Um, I really don't. I really don't know. I, obviously, I know the laws are different over there in different states for obviously betting wise. Um, yeah. But surely there's <laughs> there's no apparent reason to not provide each way betting. I don't know. I don't know about how you feel. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. 
it's just it's just strange to me and, and the only thing i can think of is you know maybe the 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 betting markets in europe are just more much more developed they've been around for a lot longer in the mm-hmm. states Cert- certainly there's a huge following uh, where you are for golf and um and you know maybe that plays into it just you know the audience but i think i think as americans become more in tune with golf betting and they start to see some of those big numbers that the european books offer on each ways maybe yeah. that starts to force the hand a little bit here in the states with some of these books opening it up some you'd hope you'd hope so i say we've, we've had a, a me and craig we've had a couple of on in in the past um we've had um luke walker on um i know it is a is it is i think it's um sweated out on twitter um, yes luke sweated out yeah that's it yeah good, good he's guys. one of the good ones uh, yeah definitely um and he's come on and obviously he's put 40 50 60s to one up, up as he as a tip um and there's a win only um, you know, I mean, it's such a shame that yeah. I mean that some some weeks I take you know I mean a, a forty to one at each way odds just because th- there is some value in it. it you know what I mean? If even if they're sure. placed at four fifth sure. of the odds they are, so yeah, it is some value. It is, um, but yeah, you, you'd think they'd catch on definitely. It's coming. It's got to get there. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's got to. Um, if any 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 American bookie ever listens, God, just <laughs> give the guys a break. Come on, <laughs> please help us. <laughs> yeah, help help them at least. <laughs> That's it. Um, where were we? Sorry. Um, right. Obviously, back back to the three M. Um, so Bob Mack, obviously your pick, your first pick. Um, yep. at thirty threes, was it? 33 uh, that's right yeah um i believe if you've got another one around 40s do you i do i'm a little bit shorter actually still in the 30s with uh, okay. matthew wolf at oh no yeah hey, oh, it's also better now than this week I'm not that wolf. <laughs> <laughs> you said you are you are betting that wolf as well are you um i'm, I'm not but i can oh. see i can see for really why yeah. why you take him I do. Well, and, and I got to be honest, this one's a little bit more hunchy than I than I traditionally like yeah, to go. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's 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 what what's he got in, injury wise? Obviously, I, I know something's not quite right. Yeah. So he certainly, you know, he pulled out of the open last week, and I, I may have missed this, but I don't believe there was an official reason given. Um, but I know that, you know, he's he's been very open in recent weeks about his struggles with mental health and well-being, and really wanting to take some time off golf to address that. And you know, certainly he should be commended for for doing so. Mm, and so I, I don't uh, don't want to speculate. You know, I don't don't know if that was necessarily the reason um, for going for going um, pulling out of the open um but yeah he did he did pull out late last week and i actually kind of look at that as a positive for this week at the 3m um you know he he won't be battling the fatigue the jet lag um he feels pretty appropriately priced i think at 35 to 1 in this Mm. field and this is certainly a place that conjures up good memories for him Mm. um first win as a professional came at the 3m in 2019 and it was just that tremendous drama where, you know, Bryson was the group ahead of him or, or two groups ahead of him, maybe. And, and Bryson Eagles, the 18th, to take the one stroke lead and watches Matt Wolf then do the exact same with his eagle putt. But it was mm. for the win for Matt yeah, Wolf. Lovely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some finish that was definitely. 
than it was. And it's been a bit of a mixed bag for Matt Wolf since, you know, the talent is obviously there. He's contended in a bunch of tournaments since, including leading the, the 2020 U.S. Open at the third round and ultimately finishing second to Bryson. But he doesn't have another win since the 3M Open. And some of his contemporaries, including, you know, former teammate Victor Hovland at Oklahoma State, as well as Colin Morikawa, obviously, have added more victories and kind of seemingly passed him for the time mm. being. So I think there's a lot of motivation watching Colin win the Open Championship this week. Um, and again, you know, I don't I don't have a whole lot to, to back him in the way of stats because he's played so sparingly in yeah. the last few months. Yeah. So I think we got to take that with a grain of salt. But he just it kind of feels like a week to chance Matt Wolf. Yeah, 100 percent. I say if you know, I mean, a, a lot of a lot of places you say sparks some motivation for a player. We see that quite a bit. Um, and yeah, I say. What, what's the idea? Obviously, he's had a, a win and a, is it a tied 12th here last year. Um, yep. So if, if he's going to get, you know, I mean, if anywhere gives him good vibes, it's going to be this week, isn't it? 100%. It sure is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, moving on. Um, I'll, I've got my first pick at 45. I think we're actually on the same guy here. Um, I think at, so. At Lucas Herbert. Um Quite interesting, actually. Um, playing some, he's playing some good, consistent stuff over, over in America, um, and then he came over. Um, which tournament did he win? Now was it? Sorry, Irish um, Open. Is it the Irish Open? Yeah. So he, yes. he, had, he had three, three. I think he had three top twenty fives in America, and um, then he came over. Um, stormed the Irish Open, didn't he? He did. He played, he played sure so, did. played so well. Um, as we know, he's he's so good off the tee. He's he's, he's ranking third um, on European Tour for off the tee game, um, which is outstandingly good, obviously. And this one, obviously, what I've looked for this week. Um, he's such a good putter as well. Um, I, as you say, it's not really a a statistical a statistical pick that I picked him on this week. I just it's interesting. Like we've already seen like Gary Higo come over from the European Tour, obviously do really well obviously in in a, in very few starts in America um obviously Herbert's had a, had a few more starts but I think you know, I mean getting that win on the European soil um will just give him endless amounts of confidence um and as well missing he missed the cut last week um so it will give him you know I mean hopefully he came over a bit earlier to get over the jet lag a bit a bit quicker um obviously maybe one more day's practice than the others um so yeah, I'm I'm hoping that as as you said, it's just finding a finding a hot putter. Um obviously he's a good putter normally, but it's finding a you know a really hot putter on the week. Um he loves going low. Um we've seen a countless amounts of sixty three, sixty fours um this year from him. Um so hopefully he has a good week and I think forty five to one that I've got is a is a good price considering um some yeah. of the players that are in the field. Yeah, I think it's a really good price, and I'm, I'm mm. right around there with you. Um, I did back Lucas Herbert as well. Got him at 50 um, to 1, actually. Oh, no. Before yeah, those, yeah. yeah, before those numbers started to drop a little mm. bit. And listen, I don't think missing the cut last week is a bad thing for this week. No, for, no. for just what you mentioned, getting over there early, getting over some of the jet lag. But also, both Michael Thompson and Matt Wolf, uh, prior to their wins, the 3M Open, each missed the cut in the week preceding as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, a little bit of trend uh, trend convergence mm. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah, when he when he wins, I'll uh, 
<laughs> I'll shout you out for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but you mentioned, you know, he's been he's been in really good form too. He mm. followed up that that win at the Irish Open with a fourth at the Scottish Open, leading mm. into Open Championship. Um, so playing some really good golf. He's cracked the top fifty now of the official World Golf Rankings. I think last I saw, he was at forty nine. So he's a player again that comes in with some form, um, really striking the ball well. He's a bomber and he's a putter. And I mm. think this is a course where, as you mentioned, you know. His, his propensity to go low is really going to shine through through both those qualities. If you can get the irons working for him, it could be could definitely be a Lucas Herbert week. Yeah, definitely. So he's got. Also, there are the there's a few gettable par fours here, um, drivable. You know what I mean? Um, I think there was they tend to move the tees quite a bit here. Um, I saw the past couple of years. Um, so I think in 2019 there was there was three par fours you could potentially drive. Um, and in 2020, there were, there were slightly more, and they tend to move the tees quite a bit. Um, so I say if they do that, I say with him with his off the off the tee game, um, he could definitely take advantage of those 100%. He could absolutely, yeah. Um, just around around this range, um, obviously we we said Stuart Sink earlier. Um, obviously he didn't have a didn't have a great week last week. He had a, he had a good first round. Um, just obviously didn't didn't follow that up in the second, unfortunately. Um, but obviously um, an old timer that you know what I mean is having having well, I don't want to say the year of his of his life because obviously he's a major champ. But you know what I mean is having such a good year. You know what I mean multiple winner. Um, he's he's playing some unreal stuff. You know what I mean. I, I, I haven't backed him, but as I say I wouldn't put him past him. I'm, the, I'm in the same boat with you. I didn't back him, but but it, the way that he is playing golf right now at, I think, mm-hmm. uh, 48 years old is just incredible to get two wins on the PGA Tour. And, you know, really what that's doing for him, it's, it's extending his longevity, his ability to continue mm-hmm. to play on the PGA Tour past age 50, because I think it's, a, it's the two-year exemption for each additional win. Um, and so he's just capitalizing on kind of a career renaissance here in his late 40s. And to be fair, he has cooled off a bit in recent weeks. He doesn't mm. have a top 20 since that win um, down at Harbortown at the RBC Heritage. Um, but again, a guy who who's just consistent. The Open was his first missed cut in his last, I believe it's nine starts. Oh, wow. um, so okay. might might yeah. be worth chancing, you know, in that range as a, as a punt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 100%. Um, I've got one actually at 50 to 1 with him. Um, I've, I've took loot lists this week. Um, oh, wow. he's he's playing some great stuff, isn't he? At the minute, he um, he's sure is. He, we we spoke about on on air before. Obviously, it was between him and sort of Patrick Rogers for myself, um, that just seems to be up there. Obviously, at some points every week at the moment they do. Um, they do. I say loot list. Obviously, he's got a, a tied fifth last week at the Barbasol, um, tied fourth the week before at the John Deere. Um, okay, he's got a couple of miscuts before then, um, but as I say, on on classic birdie fest, which they are, you know what I mean? He's, he shot 16 under and 19 under the last two weeks. Um, last week he was first for tee to green, third for approach, eight for off the green, um, off the tee, sorry, um, and tee, um, tied 11th um, for greens in regulation. Um, I say, as I mentioned at the start, I say I like to. Like to hit them while you know what I mean, strike their arm while it's hot, quite literally. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yes. you got to, yeah, you, you got you got to get them while they're hitting the ball well, while they're confident. Um, he, he had a t- 
Todd 32nd here last year. Um, so he, at least he knows the course. He's been here. Um, he was 30th um, for putting average at the John Deere Classic last time they played on bent grass greens. Um, so again, that weren't too bad at all. Um, I think he's got a great shout. I do. Um, a player that's really in form. Um, and I think 51, 50 to 1 is really good, really good odds again. I do. And as well with the each way value in mind. You know what I mean? It's sort of fifth, fifth of the odds. Obviously, you're looking at 10 to 1. See, it's not bad at all, is it really? It's not. And I'll tell you what, I I, I wasn't sure we were going to get that number on him in this field. Mm. I was actually expecting something to creep into the 40s. So yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's a lot of value on Luke List mm. there. Yeah, 100%. I say. We know how good he is off the tee. He's 10th he's overall on the PGA Tour this year for strokes gained off the tee. Um, he hits it a mile, doesn't he? Um, and he does, he does go, he does go low when he wants. Um, obviously, it's just the putter that's streaky, isn't it? Um, that's exactly the, it. The, the, uh, there's a lot of guys like it, isn't there? Um, I, I put him in sort of, I put him in the same category as a Patrick Rogers, as a, a Keith Mitchell, if I can say. You know what I mean? Very, very good off the tee, um, but they just need that week with the putter to go extremely low. Um, and I say he's been showing signs lately, um, so hopefully he can push on from there. He can. Yeah, certainly. Definitely. Um, sort of this range, um, if I'm honest, I nearly took, um, obviously, Patrick Rogers, I mentioned just, um, I nearly took Johnny Vegas in this round. I did too. <laughs> I looked at him hard. <laughs> so bad, honestly. Um, I see he's playing some really good stuff. Obviously, he's, hit, he's hitting it well. Um, he's striking the irons well. Um, he loves to go low, um, and I, 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 I seen seventies on him earlier, and I was, I just, I, I kept staring, I kept staring, you know what I mean? Um, but at that, at that point, I, I didn't do my research at that point, so I didn't want to take him just in case. But yeah, that would be my, him and Patrick Rogers would be my, uh, my, 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 I'd be gutted this week, you know what I mean? If they, if they did well, I would. Oh. Definitely. Oh yeah, when when you talk about a classic birdie fest, I mean you almost mm. have to throw Johnny Vegas in yeah. every single time. And now listen, he's prone prone to some blow ups too, and mm. he's prone to some big numbers. Yeah. But uh, but when you're talking about needing to go low, he's always uh, someone I'm interested in. He, he showed well at the Rocket Mortgage Classic a couple he weeks did. ago. He did. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the he's in the same boat as I mean like Seb Seb Munoz. You know what I mean? Like he's um he can go really low when he wants to, but then when he he can go really high when he wants to as well. Right, um, right. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, I just wanted to talk to you. Um, 66 to 1. Um, I've got Gary Woodland. I mean, I haven't bet him, um, but as I say, I've got 66 here on Paddy Power. Um, what what, what do you think about that? Obviously, we, we know he's always been good off the tee, hasn't he? Um, but I don't know what's, gone, what's wrong with him at the moment. If there's anything wrong, I say he might just have be a bad, bad break, you know what I mean? But um, it just seems a massive number in this field, it does. It does, particularly in this field. Um, and some of that certainly has to do with, with three missed cuts in his last four. And yeah. he just hadn't yeah. been right lately, it seems like. The, the drivers is, is, is seems to be what's letting him down, actually, of late. And I, I, you know, I worry if his best weapon isn't firing on all cylinders. And, and I'm the same with you. I certainly looked at Gary Woodland at that number and considered it. Um, but I've just had a hard time getting behind it. You know, I like to think that... Uh, that the folks that are 
setting those lines are probably a bit smarter than I am. So yeah. if, he's, <laughs> if he's that far down the board in a field like this, uh, you know, something just didn't write with, with Gary Woodland right now. Mm. That's, that's so true. Yeah. It's a, it's a shame to say, cause as we all know, he's a, he's a great winner. He, he is. is. Um, he is. He's a US Open champ. You know what I mean? But it's a bit like, yeah. you know what I mean? A bit like Ricky Fowler. You know what I mean? It's a shame to see them um, go through, obviously what they, what they've been through. Obviously Ricky's, what it looks like he's come out the other side of it. Um, he's actually teeing it up this week as well. Um, I think he's about 45 to one, um, yep. which I, I still think it's good odds because I say Ricky's showing some, is showing some positive signs, isn't he? Um, he sure is. Yeah, made, made it through to the weekend last week, uh, playing some good stuff, finished with a, I think it was five under last round, um, five under 65. Um, so yeah, it looks like he's coming out of it, but say it's such a shame to see such great players go through the law that they have. Because um, I say that they were always up there with the twenty to ones, wasn't they? Week in, week out, they was. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and not that long ago either, right? No, um, no, say not not long ago. Ricky did, you know what I mean? Second in all the majors, didn't they? I yeah, think, uh, absolutely. Some, some year that was. Just um, knocking on the door, waiting to break it down. Yeah. Never, never got over that. We, we, all, we all thought it would come. We all thought it would come. We did. Exactly. Um, uh, and, and I should correct real quick. I'm sorry. I said Johnny Vegas went well at the Rocket Mortgage Classic a few weeks ago. I was thinking of the John Deere. He did not John actually Deere. play the Rocket yeah. Mortgage. That's my fault. <laughs> no worries. Don't worry. Um, um, where, whereabouts is your next next pick? Is it in, in the sort of the 60s, 70s range? Is it? Yeah, so I'm sticking right around here. I've got one yeah. more before I start getting to some real long numbers, but yeah. I am back on uh, Hank the Tank Libiota at it, 55 to one. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, obviously, viewers would know I've I put him up at least at least two or three times the last two months. I have. Um, he's playing some incredible stuff, isn't he? He is. He is. He's been on a great run mm. of golf. It feels like he's on the cusp of, of custom breaking through and getting that first uh, that maiden PGA Tour victory. And his price reflects that. They certainly continue yeah. to shorten uh, with each passing week. But this is another number in this field at 55 to 1. Feels very fair to me and feels like there's some value there. Um, contended well at a couple recent birdie fests that we've already talked about, including, you know, a T5 at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, a T8 at the John Deere Classic. And then immediately prior to that, he went T5 at the Travelers. So it really, really was a stellar three-week run for the former Florida State standout. Mm. Um, he checks a lot of boxes as well, again, in, in the stat category. Um, he's 13th in proximity to hole, uh, to the hole, excuse me. Oh, so you know that he's putting the ball close. Um, his strokes gained approach numbers don't, don't re- reflect that as closely. He's 45th there, but still a number that you can get behind. It's nothing terrible. And you know, the eighties, nineties, triple digits, anything like that. Um, very good at hitting greens and regulation 18th yeah. in the PGA tour. That putter has shown up for him in recent weeks, and so he'll certainly need that again. Um, he does rank 52nd on the PGA Tour in scoring average, and so you'd like to see that number be a bit better for a birdie fest. But he does have a 64 this season to his name, so he certainly can go low when, when needed. Yeah, um, 100%. I say, Craig would laugh, obviously, when he listens to this later. Um, he, just, <laughs> he knows that I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm, I think I put him up at, I think it was the... Um, well, what was it? Oh, the Byron Nelson when there was at Craig Ranch. Um, uh, I put him up yes. this year. This year, I think. I think he. Had, I think he had a top twenty. Obviously, he played really well. But I put him up at about 175 to one, and Craig, Craig couldn't stop laughing. Bless him. 
Um, <laughs> he just he just couldn't get over why why I'd picked him. But as I say he had a great week, and that seemed to have sparked something for him. Um, and yeah, he he could he could well go on and win this week because you know what I mean. There's a lot like Seamus Power where he's been playing some really good stuff. He's striking his irons really well. Um, he, he, yeah, he can easily convert this week. He could. 100%. I think so, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'll just go into my last one um, before you go into some big numbers. Um, my last one's at eighty to one. Um, so I've got Bohog um, at eighty to one. Um, another guy that you say he's playing playing some sneakily good stuff. He is. Um, let me just quickly get up his. Uh, I say that I haven't even got his recent form in front of me. Um, <laughs> he he was twelfth here last year at the 3M Championship. He, he was he was. Um, he's tied eleventh last week at the Barbasol. Um, played really well. He did. Um, okay, he, he has had a he has a bunch of missed cuts this year. Um, but again, before the Barbasol, he's got a 45th and a 30th. Um, it's not too bad. Um, before a missed cut then at US Open, he had a 13th at the Memorial. Um, again, on bent grass greens at the Memorial. Um, so good vibes there again. Um, I just think he's playing, he's striking it really well again. So last week he was third tee to green, um, third for approach last week. Um, tied 25th for greens in regulation. Um, he was only tied fifth and tied 25th because there were so many people, you know what I mean, tied for those positions. He was he actually was only sort of fifth on the list, obviously because of so many tied, <laughs> the, the, the places above him, you know what I mean, it pushes him down and down. Um, so he's eating it really well. Um, as you say, it was, was he 12th or 11th last year? I think he was tied 12th last year. Um, tied 12th, yep. Yeah, not 19th for putting average at the John Deere um, on bent grass greens um, last time he played them. Um, so, yeah, he, he's, he's hitting it really well. Um, I think 80 to 1 is, is really big. Obviously, I know he's yet to win. Um, but as I say, in fields like this, you know what I mean? It's crying out for an outsider. You know, birdie fests are crying for outsiders to do well. Um, I really think he can really go well. He can. Yeah, absolutely. And this this is definitely a tournament that that to to your point there just plays well to long shots. I mean, Matt yeah. Wolf was 175 to one, I think, when he won it. Oh, wow. um, Michael Thompson was triple digits as well, mm. 125 to one. So certainly, you know, we're getting into that range now where where we've seen winners come from before here at TPC Twin Cities, and you know, very very likely could could see again. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Um, you want to. Quickly, just go into your long shots, trip, triple digit ones. Um, yeah. we'll just go for a couple more then. Yeah. Yeah, let me give you two more here to round out my cards. So this will make six total tips for me. And uh, I know, know this is my first time on the podcast. So just to give a little more background on how I usually build my cards, um, mm. I'm usually anywhere from four to six tips per week yeah. on the PGA Tour. Um, I like to certainly don't like to balloon the cards too much, um, but I want I want to put some good thought behind a few at the top of the board, that middle range. And I'm always looking for a couple long shots um, on our on our podcast. We call them lottery tickets. And so I think these. <laughs> Next to would would fall more into that category of lottery tickets, but I was surprised to see Troy Merritt at ninety to one, just short of the triple digits. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he he is coming off a missed cut at this event in twenty twenty, so that certainly 
uh, plays into it, I would imagine. But he does have some course form after finishing tied seventh in 2019. And he's another golfer. We said it we said it for uh, multiple guys on this show, but he's been on a run of really good form recently. Um, back-to-back missed cuts, unfortunately, at both the Open and the John Deere Classic. As we mentioned, you know, though, uh, uh, Michael Thompson, Matt Wolf both missed a cut prior to winning this. And, and before those two missed cuts for Matt uh, Troy Merritt, he um, had four top tens in eight starts to only one missed cut. Um, so he has been playing well, finished yeah. second in that playoff to Cam Davis, the Rocket Mortgage Classic, which was another, uh, you know, go little birdie fest. Pretty unlucky as well. Here, oh, that I mean. poor guy. Yeah, I say, just going off that, obviously, we, we've seen quite a, quite a number of, obviously, playoffs go through a few holes, haven't we, recently? Um, it's unbelievable. It's got to be yeah. tough for you all over there because these have got to be some late nights, early mornings in the playoffs. Yeah, literally, the, the miss has been snoring next to me, bless her. <laughs> um, and, I'll, and I'm, you know, I mean, on, on Sky on my phone. Um, yeah, watching it till yeah, 12, 1, 1, even 2 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty tough going sometimes. It is. <laughs> Uh, Troy Merritt, also a proven winner on tour. He's got two mm. victories, the Quicken Loans National and also the Barbasol uh, a few years ago. Um, he's 26 for total birdies this season. So certainly, you know, someone who's prone to, to kind of get get on one of those streaks where he goes low. Um, pretty good with the putter, 44th for strokes gained putting. Yeah. And he's been on a couple really good streaks with the driver lately. And this one kind of caught me by surprise when I saw it. But earlier this year, he had a streak of 21 consecutive fairways hit. So, yeah, (laughs) I, I, you know, I don't expect him necessarily to repeat that this week, but that accuracy will certainly help him off the tee at TPC Twin Cities. You know, he shouldn't have any any issues with the water, some of the fairway bunkers, etc. So I like I like Troy Merritt at 90 to one. And then uh, my last one, again, this is this is a, a true punt, uh, looking for some of that each way action. And, and I should mention as well, of my my six tips, I do have each ways uh, on each of them. So so one point uh, for the outright, one point for the each way for for them, for me. And I know a lot of people won't won't attach an each way to the lower numbers in the 30s, mm. 40s. But as we talked about earlier, I'm just so excited we finally have them. Yeah, tight the use out of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so each of my uh, my places are to six this week. And I've got uh, Brandon Haggy, lastly, at 125 yes. to one. It, it was on, it, it was on, on my list of fantasies, definitely. It was another guy playing playing pretty well lately. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably not you know perfectly suited again to win this tournament. But I do believe, again, at that number, it merits consideration given his, his recent form. I kind of look at him more in that 80 to 90 range in this field. So I think there's a bit of value there. Um, let me give you a quote from Michael Thompson following his victory last mm-hmm. year. One of the journalists asked him um, if or I can't remember the exact question. It was either, you know, what what course compares or, or they may have even thrown out, you know, what do you think about PGA National where the Honda Classic is held? And Michael Thompson said it is very much like PGA National. Um, you know what shots you have to hit. There's no if and oh, okay. but about well. it. You just got to step up, hit the shot, execute, and I'm doing that well this week. So reason I bring that up is because Brandon Haggy in 2021 finished second at the Honda Classic at PGA National. And prior to that, he was T21 at the same tournament in 2020. Nice. So I think there's a bit of correlation there. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and he went. 
went low at the Rocket Mortgage Classic with a T6, kind of uh, broke onto a lot of people's radars that week. Um, scoring average has, has not been great for him on the PGA Tour this season. I think that speaks more to some inconsistency earlier in the season, but he does have a mm-hmm. round of 62 already this year. So that low one is certainly in him, which will likely be required to compete this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's, he's at, you may have mentioned it just for, He's an absolute bomb off the tee, isn't he? He, he, is. he is. Yeah, he's he gives it 100% definitely. Um, and yeah, he's he's a good he's a good player to watch. He is. Um, so yeah, um, he's got all the attributes for it. He has, but as I say, it's just it's such a lot, such a harsh hard slog to win, isn't it nowadays? Um, obviously back of the days when you got, you know I mean, Tiger Woods at two, three, four to one every week. You know, what I mean, to win golf tournaments. Um, You've got, you know I mean, literally anybody could win, couldn't they? Really, you know what I mean? Sort Absolutely. of, sort of sub sub two hundred to one. You know what I mean? You you're looking at any guy really that there's so much talent there is. So yeah, it it makes our job difficult, but it is a great 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 prospect it is every week. Absolutely. Mm. Um, is that that your your card finished? Is it? That wraps it up for me at yeah. three m. I can. Um, just a couple, obviously, I'll mention that, obviously, just, obviously, I didn't want to put on my card, but as I say, I'm very interested in, obviously, um, back in this week. Um, at 200, 200 to 1, I've got Cameron Percy. Um, uh-huh. It's a, obviously, a, obviously, massive long shot at 200 to 1. Um, it's actually second on tour for Greens in Reg. Um, it's 22nd for Approach as well. Um, wow. Playing some decent stuff this year. Um it's coming off, obviously, I think it's three main cuts in a row. Um, he was 29th for putting at the John Deere on Bentgrass Greens. Um, I just thought 200 was 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 huge odds for that guy. Um, I'm, I might even, I'm, I might chuck a, a, a silly couple of quid on him um, just because, you know what I mean, is um, just because obviously I've mentioned him here now. You know what I mean? If he was to do good, obviously <laughs> I, I'd kick myself. Um, definitely. <laughs> of course. Yeah, 100%. Um, I can't quite find his odds, um, but I do like um, Wyndham Clark as well if he's in the field this week. Yes, um, yes. I think. Let's have a look. On, yes, I here he is. Yeah, 175 to one. I got him here. Yes. Um, yeah. There we t, go. T T five in 2019. Um, notorious for driver and a putter, isn't he? He is. Yes. Notorious for really being really. <laughs> good off the tee um, and being really streaky, but when he's hot, really good with a putter. Um, not had the best of years, um, being okay in stages. Um, but as I say, when he's hitting those odds, um, I say he's definitely worth worth a second look, I think, definitely. I think so too, particularly as we mentioned, you know, in this field and on this course where he's got a, a mm. little bit of history with that T5 two years ago. I, I do look for him to bounce back from that missed cut this uh, last year. Um, this could be a bit of a, a get right spot for him, if you will. Again, a place that he's got good vibes um, from from the good finish two years ago. So I think mm. um, a guy that just smashes it off the tee and can find some success yeah. this week. Yeah, 100%. 100% agree with that. Um, it should be a good week. Um, look forward to it. I'll say on, on how quite a few people will say oh it's only 3m open but so it's, it's got yeah got good potential this week with obviously the the field strength um but as i say birdie fest that you know i mean players from the back can definitely make a charge um over the weekend so yeah it makes it good betting wise for us doesn't it 
It does. I think we're going to see some drama for sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Maybe a <laughs> eight, nine hole playoff this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'll, be, I'll be up at 4 a.m. UK time. <laughs> <laughs> um, cracking. Um, we'll just go into a little bit on the Kazoo Open um, over here in uh, it's in Wales this week um, on the European Tour. Um, it's actually um, sponsored by um, and hosted by Gareth Bale this week, um, the footballer. Um, obviously plays very for, cool. Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Obviously, he's a really good golfer himself. Um, I think last time I saw, he played off about two, two or four handicap. So really good. Wow. Player. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've followed him a couple of times at pro ams. I have um, over here. Um, he's such, such a good golfer. He is. Um, it looks like he's. You know I mean, took took the plunge and actually got involved with the game, which great to see, isn't it? Um, really cool. But yeah, so it's, it's at the 2010 course um, at Celtic Manor this week, um, measuring just over 7,300 yards um, to pass 71. Um, OK field. Um, let's say we've got Matt Wallace coming back from the Open, um, Horsfield coming back, um, Justin Harding. Um, so yeah, we've we got a couple of good prospects here. Um, Matt Wallace obviously going off on at nine to one favourite, um, just because of his, you know what I mean, his reputation, you know what I mean, his yeah, PGA tour. Yeah, that. that's it. Yeah, um, obviously, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't touch him myself here. I must admit, um, but as I say, you can see why he's favourite just because of yeah his background and his pedigree, as you say. Um, he's actually played here to what two tournaments have played at the Celtic. Um, Celtic Manor 2010 course last year um, during sort of COVID obviously they were just playing well anywhere over here where they could to be honest right um, so they had the Welsh Open over here last year in the Celtic Classic um, Welsh Open was won by um, Romain Langask um, second was um, Valamaki um, young Finland talent that's coming through yes um, and the Celtic Classic um, actually Sam Horsfield won it um, and Thomas Dietrich was second. Um, so decent, decent fields came here last year and was some good winners in the end. Um, Horsfield and Langask obviously kicked on from there and had, had really good ends of the seasons they did. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a good course. As we mentioned earlier, there's, there's a lot of water around there is. Um, mm-hmm. So I have I have focused on driving and greens in rig um, just to give yourself plenty of opportunities. Um but yeah, obviously, I, I've, I've put a lot into the 3M this week. Um, obviously, I have looked in the, into the kazoo um, a little bit, but as I say, it's very much on a, on a smaller level than and, than the 3M. Um, I don't know how you feel, whether you're the same. Very much the same. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how it's trended for me in recent weeks in general. Yeah. We've gotten yeah. a little bit further away from some of the European Tour events and, and concentrating more on the PGA as, as it gets into its stretch run here. And so uh, similar, you know, certainly looked at the, the Kazoo Open, um, done some research, have a few plays, um, not not as uh, in-depth as the 3M Open. Um, let me ask you this. This, as I was doing my research, this course was purpose-built uh, for the Ryder Cup, right? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yes. How cool! Uh, you yeah, beat the USA. Yeah. I'm looking at 14 and a half to 13 and a half. Yeah, uh, so really definitely good. some good history on this course too. Yeah, um, I, I actually uh, not to obviously name drop, but I actually played the course back in all right. I think it was uh, tw- 20, 2015, 2014. It was yeah, I went over with my dad and played. Yeah, um, hey, it's some skeptical it is. Um, to say it was only built as I say, um, like late 
09, you know what I mean? It was built, obviously, it's, it's such a good course, you wouldn't think it was just created straight away um, and only sort of 10, 10 years old now. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really good course, and I say a lot of water on it, so you've got to be careful off the tee, um, hence why looking at sort of driving this week. Um, but yeah, definitely cool stuff it is, definitely. Um, but as I say, the, the actually the winning scores from last year, um, so the Welsh Open um, was just eight under. Um, Langas won it last year. Um, so I say it's a bit of a bit of a grind it is. Um, and Horsfield, I'm just literally looking now. Um, I don't think it was it was actually um, it was actually eighteen under Horsfield was. So it okay. was sort of tailored tail to his toys. But as I say, that's interesting. In, yeah, but obviously being being in the UK, obviously weather plays a massive part, doesn't it? Um, sure. So as I say, I, I can't remember exactly, but I'm sure looking at the scores, um, it was all to do with the weather it was, which um, I haven't had a look at the weather forecast yet, but we're having some nice weather at the minute. Obviously, it's, it's even at the minute, it's 26 degrees Celsius at the minute. <laughs> it is, so it's, <laughs> quite, it's quite, quite warm for us guys, it is. Um, absolutely so hopefully that that carries on and they can have a dry week and it may may reach up to the 18s again it will which will be which will be exciting stuff it will Um, do you know did they change much of the course setup between the two courses last year do they play around with tees or anything Um, i I, I know you said the weather probably influenced it the most but yeah i I know what you're saying Um, i don't think they did because it was literally um i think it was two weeks apart from each other um, and I, okay. I think I think it was it was pretty much the same. It was maybe moved a tee, tee box up here and there, um, but it, it it wasn't major. It wasn't no. Okay. Um. So as I say, um, we got Wallace, Horsfield, Rye, Justin Harding, Laurie Cantor, um, Otiagi. Um, any of them sort of spring out to you at all? Yeah, I think I'm on uh, Adrian Otiegi this week. Nice. Uh, yeah. I saw a nice number on him at 22 to one. Um, and again, you know, certainly, certainly there's some class above him on the board uh, that I was interested in. Horsefield, obviously, with the win at the at the Celtic Classic in 2020. Yeah. Mm. Um, Aaron Rye, the way that he went at the Open Championship last week and flashed uh, flashed a bit of form there. Um, but I really came down to to looking for a bit lower numbers or a bit better numbers, I should say, um, which is why. Landed on Otiagi. Um, three career wins in the European Tour. Looking for a fourth this week as one of the favorites. Um, checks a lot of boxes for me in terms of ranking seventh on the European Tour and scrambling. Uh, 18th in strokes gained approach. And I think certainly this is this is going to be a test of ball striking and, and what's probably best classified as a second shot course. Um, and then he ranks 22nd in driving accuracy. We mentioned the water in play and a lot of holes. There's certainly some risk reward. You got a few forced carries. So I think putting yourself in position off the tee is going to be important this week as well. Yeah, 100. I'll say I, I backed him at. Um, I'll just quickly flip back. I backed him in um, Scotland um, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I did um, the Scottish Open um, from very much the same. I mean, same as you. Um, his approach stats, tee to green stats, and around the green stats are pretty much, pretty much stellar. Um, in the past sort of two, three months they are. Um, so I'd say he, he he likes conditions over here. Obviously he's won up in Scotland before. Um, so yeah, it's, it I wouldn't put him past him at, at all. I wouldn't. Um, is he got? I'm not sure whether he, he played here the last twice. 
And he did. He was 37th um, at the at the Welsh oh, Open. At the Welsh like, Open, yeah. Yep, T14 maybe at Celtic Classic. Nice. And actually, yes. it looks like he played uh, played the course a third time in 2014. Um, I don't oh, know. Yo Slouton win that, did he? I think that I think was. So. Think yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, real, real quick, funny story. Um, I don't know if you're into uh, into sports cards or, or, you know, as a kid were anything mm. kind of memorabilia and trading. Um, yeah, but, yeah, you know, definitely. all right, good stuff. Um, Upper Deck, uh, one of the big names in sports cards over here in the States, got back into the game uh, this year with um, with releasing a, a limited run set of golf trading cards for the first time in several years. Mm. And um, I was able to get my hands on one of the boxes at, uh, nice. at not a great price, but <laughs> it was <laughs> following a little win on one of my guys earlier this year. And I actually pulled uh, a Yost Lauten um, artifact from it, a, uh, a ball marker on the card. So it's kind of cool. I've, I've oh, always wow. been a fan of, of Yost Lauten. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> always, um, always a good, he's a good winner on, in, on European soil. Um, always a strike hitter with a golf ball. Um, but it can be frustrating to back. Um, but I say, yes, yeah, <laughs> def- definitely one of my fav- favorites. He is on, on European tour. He is um, definitely. Cool. Um, how many did you pick this week um, in the kazoo? I'm on three total. Three, yeah. Um, I say I've, I've just got two myself, um, but yeah, that, so that's myself. I only pick five every week. I do. Um, obviously, I, I went a bit. I had six last week at the Open, but I say it's major championship, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I and the last one we're going to see until next April, so I might know, as well. <laughs> I know. Quite, quite sad that is definitely. Um, it is. But yeah, so my, my first one was Connor Sign at thirty to one. Um, I think you've got him as well, haven't you? I do, um, I do. I got him at forty to one. Yeah. I'm on him oh, as nice. well. Yeah, I must admit, I, I think um, I didn't actually place my bets until tonight. Um, so obviously, I, I would normally have backed him at, you know, what I mean, early Monday morning um, yeah. when they first come out. But it's had, I didn't get on till later this afternoon, so I, I missed the, the bit bigger odds. Um, you find if some, some bigger twi- tipsters tip them, you know what I mean? They they, yeah. they shoot forward. <laughs> they do. Um, which is a bit, bit gutting, but I'm still happy with 30 to 1. Um, sure. Kind of a no-brainer, really, isn't it, mate, to be honest? Um, tied 8th in the Welsh Open um, and tied 3rd in the Celtic Classic. Um, some unreal numbers, isn't it, that is? It um, really is. I mean, and it's it's always a little bit, you know, worrisome looking looking at course form and kind of getting pulled into that trap. Mm. But 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 with those numbers, you can't ignore it, right? Like no, there you is can't. there is certainly something there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got some solid form. He's got a 35th in the Scottish Open, um, where he finished nine under. Um, he's got a 41st in the Irish Open, where he finished five under. So he's two two main two main cuts in a row, um, over sort of, um, over in Great Britain. Um, he's he's doing okay. He is, you know, what I mean, he's um 44 for greens in reg on the European Tour, and he's 33rd for stroke gained off the tee. Um, so I say two two numbers I looked at. Um, very much on my radar. So obviously in, in the top 50 for both of them. Um, it's what I sometimes normally look at. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy to take him this week. I am at 30. Yep, I am. I'm at- very much happy to join you in that pursuit. Uh, looking at the same numbers you did. Also sixth for driving accuracy caught my eye. Again, um, just mm. setting himself up for to take advantage of, of that second shot on this course. Yeah. Um, and, 
and you know the form you know hasn't maybe been perfect in recent weeks as you mentioned but it's been good this year right i mean seven top tens two of those are top fives during that run so certainly he has played some some good golf in in 2020 2021 so i think again as you said a no-brainer at those numbers in this field yeah 100 percent. i definitely agree with that especially when you've got you know i mean um matt wallace you know what i mean sam Oldsfield at the top of the charts obviously justin arden they, they can be streaky themselves you know what i mean they can um sure so yeah I, it, it it's you you see a lot of people winning around the 30s 40s to one you know what i mean on tour you do um so yeah it's definitely good to jump on it is um and i, I think that's a really good number what we both got i do definitely um, do you want to go into your next pick yeah, so my last one is going to be uh, Daniel Van Tonder, Danny Van Tonder, the South yeah. African. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, this is a little bit of narrative street as well. He's a guy who's looking to break out of um, of kind of being pigeonholed as, as a guy who goes well in Africa and hasn't transferred that to other places uh certainly in europe asia around the country um did get his first european tour win earlier this year at uh i always confuse the two that were back to back but i think it was the kenya open it was uh, the kenya had- yes yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I'm on uh, I'm on uh, Van Tonder at 50 to one. Um, another brute off the tee who just smashes mm, the ball. He, it gives it gives it his all, doesn't he? Oh, he sure does. And so I think uh, I think there's a lot to like there. Um, you know, he's coming off uh, last week in June, a pretty nice performance at the BMW International where we kind of saw some of that that flash of form in Europe. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting to see, I think. And, and certainly with more opportunities uh, for Danny uh, on the on European soil, I think we'll start to see some of these better numbers, but finished T12 at the BMW uh, International Open. So he's a guy, again, that, that, that at 50 to 1, it kind of got into that range where um, I, I was interested in him, particularly because he had, it was a bit of an up and down week last week at the Open, um, but and I'm just trying to pull it up here. He, he wound he, up finishing he, 40. Yeah, he, right? he, he, he was going okay, wasn't he? He was uh, through, through sort of half of Saturday. Um, yeah, he was, he was going really well. He was. I see, he's, he's got a four hundred to one. I kept looking at him like, oh, jeez. You know I mean? Right, yeah. You almost <laughs> were wondering when it was going to go the other way. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Obviously, but it was great to see him at least, at least do well. You know what I mean? It was. It, it was. was. It'd be fun to see him break through in Europe. Yeah, it really would. Um, hundred percent. Um, I say he's one one of Craig's favourites. He is as well. So, um, yeah. Good. Well, this one's for well. Craig at fifty-one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> It's good, good personality on the tour as well. He is. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Great to watch. He is definitely. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Just I'll finish my card off then. Um. At forty-five to one, I got um Will Bezelin at forty-five to one. Um. Yes. My guy that is on my list again on on my Twitter. I've got a pinned post of players to watch for the twenty twenty-one season. Um. He's one of one of those players. He is. Um. He's a re- I think he's a really good talent. I really do. Um, I really think he's gonna. You know I mean, he's gonna break through soon enough. He is. Um, he's got a really good run of form at the minute. He's going back to sort of the made in Himmeland. Um, he's got a tied 19th, tied 18th, tied 33rd, um, tied 50th, and then a tied 17th at the Irish Open. Um, he's eating some really good stuff. He's, he's always been a good driver of the ball. He has. Um, so his strokes gained off the tee is re- is really good. Um, he's he's top 40 in that. Um, he's also top 15 greens in reg as well. Um, I, it's more of a gut pick for myself. I mean, he's kind of one of my 
one of my guys to follow, as you know, as other sure. listeners would know, sorry. Um, I think 45s, 50s to 1 that are still available around um, is re- really good odds for him it is in, in a field like this. Um, and he, do, he does love a good grind, he does. Um, he's not he's not a low scorer, you know what I mean? He does like to grind it out. So if it does turn into one of those tests, um, obviously I haven't looked at sort of how they've set the rough up this week, but if it does turn into sort of a grind, um, he he will certainly he, he should figure he should at the top of the leaderboard he should yeah and another guy who's got some course form here with an 11 place finish yeah. at the Celtic Classic 100 percent yeah um so it's like on on a year and on a year where where it did score low it did you know what I mean obviously Horsfield won at 18 under um yep. so yeah he, he he can go low when he wants um as I said I just think it's a course that really suits his eye I really do um. You're just looking at a guy to keep it dry all week, aren't you? You know what I mean? Right. You can't can't, can't afford to uh, can't afford to water it, can you? Much you can't. So, um, just just hoping for that really this week. Yep, I think was, uh, I think you hit it. Yeah. Was, was there any just before we go? Was, was there any guys that you looked at maybe that you you sometimes back that you thought ah, I'm I'm going to leave him this week or anyone that you looked at. At all. You know, I really like Jacques Kreiswick. Another oh, uh, <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> we are on the same wavelength. Yeah, 100%, uh, yeah. A guy whose game I really like, and yeah. you know, um, he's got some decent form. You know, last uh, last couple of weeks he's got uh, got a T thirty five, a couple right around a couple T twenty, sandwiched around a missed cut before then. Yeah. Um, a bit of a mixed bag of the two tournaments this course uh, last year. Uh, 14th, I believe it was, at the Celtic yeah. Classic and then missed the cut the following week. Um, so certainly somebody I was interested in. Uh, was hoping to see some numbers in the 50s or maybe even squeeze into the 60s to, to really pique my interest, but yeah. Uh, yeah. didn't didn't see it, so moved away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's like, he's such a good such a good driver of the golf ball. He's, it's a mile he does. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know what I mean, maybe – a scorable, scorable course suits him more, maybe. Just going on the obviously yep. the form last 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 year here. Um, so fingers crossed. I say it'd be nice to see him go well. I say I've backed him two or three times this year. Um, I think he's a really good player. I do. Um, fingers crossed. Um, he goes well. Um, obviously doesn't win it. Obviously one of one of ours clearly wins it. I mean, he, <laughs> yes. he, can, he can come about fifth. He can. <laughs> be perfect. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's great. Um, just one one more. I did look into. Um, is Masahiro Kawamura? Um, yes, sure. I, I, I do do like him myself. Um, backed him a couple of times this year. He, he does like does like the, the the British conditions. He does. Um, he's 16th off the tee. He is in again top top 50 greens in regulation. Um, but again, he's he's 40 to one on my bookie. Um, yeah, that's what I'm seeing he's, too. It's just it's a little bit short. It is. Um, he can be a bit inconsistent. He can. He, he's he's very he's very prone to a double double. You know what I mean? He is. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I just can't risk that on a guy that's forty to one. I can't, unfortunately. Um, nope. But I say, exactly right. This European Tour, it's exactly the same as PGA Tour. You know what I mean? Anybody can anybody can turn up nowadays. They can. The, the past couple of years, you know what I mean? We've seen some seen some big winners look. We got Richard Bland winning this year, you know what I mean, and look what that's done to his oh, confidence. I love you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's so good, he is. Um, and that's off, after mammoth amount of starts it is. Um, yeah. He's got that got that win, and look what it's done done wonders for his game. It has. 
Um, yeah. is it, it's in the opening tee shot at the open, for God's sake, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, what a <laughs> so meteoric so rise. Yeah, Another so guy good. like like Sink, late in his 40s, just, as you mentioned, got that first win. It was almost like it opened the floodgates, yeah. gave him some confidence, yeah. some form. It was It's fun to yeah, watch. He's, <laughs> he's, he's w- w- winning the US Open, weren't he, after two rounds? I mean, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, we'll wrap it up then, uh, Ty, if that's all right. Um do you just want to run through your, your card over the two again? Just a recap. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go quick at the 3M Open. I've got mm-hmm. uh, six tips this week, each with an each way. Um, Bob McIntyre at 33 to 1. Matt yeah. Wolf, 35 to 1. Uh, I'm Lucas Herbert with you as well at 50 to 1. Uh, Hank the Tank Libiota, 55 <laughs> to 1. Yeah. <laughs> And then a couple of uh, lottery tickets for me and Troy Merritt at 90 to one and Brandon Haggy 125 to one. Lovely stuff. Um, yeah. And then just looking at the kazoo open, uh, Adrian Otegi, uh, 22 to one, Connor Syme, 40 to one and Danny Van Tonder, 50 to one for me. Lovely stuff. Um, I'll just go quickly with my five. Um, in the three M, uh, we've got Lucas Herbert, 45s. Um, Luke List at 50s, um, Bo Hogg at 80s, um, and across to Wales, we've got in the kazoo, um, we've got Connor Simon at 30s, and we've got Will Bezalin at 45s too. Um, appreciate you coming on, mate. I say, such a short notice, obviously, I know I mess- only messaged you earlier. Um, obviously, great to fit, fit you in. Um, just want to yeah. remind, remind the guys where you can find you, your podcast, and so on as well absolutely absolutely and hey listen thanks for the opportunity to come on as mentioned big fan of the no show worries. You so it's, it's, if, if i say you're more than welcome to come on obviously ne- next week obviously within the next month obviously that's more than fine it's, yeah we'll get together and we'll do it we'll have some fun yeah oh, lovely um, yeah yeah, but I'm coming from uh, the Right Click Print Money podcast, so you can find us uh, at all the places you normally download your podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Sports Guide Ty. So uh, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to return the favor and get you and Craig on our show here in the coming weeks and uh, and see if we can kind of cross pollinate some listeners. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's a community thing, isn't it? Twitter. I say there's some some great guys on it, and if we oh, can no share, share share the love, it's it's yeah, it's. Doubly great it is. Um, so yeah, I say all the best this week, mate. So thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, hey, you're so welcome. Good luck to you as well. Yeah, let's hit one. Yeah, definitely, mate. Have, have a good week. Yeah. Hey, you too, Jamie. Take care. Cheers, mate. And you. Thank you. Bye bye. Cheers.